Indeed, we give thanks, and the time is exactly 27 minutes before the hour five. And if you just tuned in, it is Radio Veritas 576 AM. It's that station that gives you the good news and the good music for a change. And it is changing gear with myself, Father Brian, and it is changing gear. As introduced at the beginning of the show, we are unpacking forgiveness and how we can flourish as people and how we can move beyond our hurt. And um, I, was, I, was, uh, I was introducing the show saying that sometimes when we get aggrieved, and when we get hurt, we, we get stuck at a certain place. And uh, we often think, you know what, uh, the hurt is too much for us to, to let go. And uh, maybe we're not prepared because we feel that uh, letting go sometimes means that the people that have aggrieved us are going to walk away scot-free. But in the, in, in, the, in, the, in the end, we are the ones who carry the burden. And uh, joining me on the line now is Bishop Victor Palana, who is coming all the way from the Diocese of Clackstop. Bishop, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon to you. Papa, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. And uh, we are trying to understand forgiveness and i'd like to start from 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 i'm going to shoot in directly to say papa help us understand what is forgiveness in that you know forgiveness is um about a let's say a change of heart um not harboring the heads of the past but releasing those hurts and uh, being willing to forgive, yes, to forgive. So it's about releasing. So it, is, it is, yeah, it is letting go, letting go of the hurts of the past. And is this letting go the hurts? Are they the hurts that only the hurts that other people have done unto us, or even the hurt that we've caused to ourselves? Look, uh, sometimes we do need to forgive ourselves uh, because we realize that we are not that we, we are not perfect, that we we have not lived up to the very standards that we put for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, done a lot of harm, and we we commit some blunders. Okay. And later on, we have to come back and, and be re- willing to forgive ourselves uh, so that we can have that inner peace. Because sometimes we are forgiven by God. There are times when we are forgiven by others, but when we are unable to forgive ourselves. So we have to, to, to receive forgiveness from ourselves, uh, enjoy forgiveness coming from others, and the, the divine forgiveness from God. But is it not minimizing the things that people have done unto us when we forgive? Are we just saying, you know what, we're writing off that debt that they, they, they have, that they owe us? Are we not just... Uh, uh, is, it, is it not the easy way out? It, it is not. <clears throat> it is not. Because what we, we have to understand is that forgiveness does not overlook evil. Okay. We do not accept injustice naively, believing that all is well when it is not. Okay. There is no denial here. There is no pretense here. 
and and forgiveness is also not indifference because when things are harmful and when things are wrong we do not we do not just you know overlook them because you know for example if a, a partner uh, let's say a spouse yes betrays the other yes cheats you know, through yeah. infidelity yes that person cannot just come back and expect that it will be business as usual okay you know uh there is there has to be some efforts to correct the wrong uh, so that the damage does not go on so that the hurt does not go on we and for us to make sure that it does not happen again so we can't minimize it we can't overlook it we can't just be indifferent we have to deal with it so that we can put it aside you mentioned the word effort, uh, Bishop, and uh, there has to be some effort on their side. At what point then do we know that the effort is sincere? Because there are certain people that harm us, and mm. they then say, and then mm. and they say they're sorry. And it doesn't come across at times as being genuine and authentic. So at what point do we do we realize that these people are being genuine and authentic. Can we can we at some point say, you know what, yes, I understand you're saying thank you, but I feel that you are not being genuine and sincere. Yes, you know, uh, the process of forgiveness is also not easy because, first of all, when I'm the one who has been hurt, uh, I have to, to listen to the one asking for forgiveness and of course, I will see by that person's demeanor. I will, I will, I will also hear maybe through the voice, through the tone. Yes. I can pick up sincerity uh, from there. But of course, it is still on the theoretical level. No. So it is better to give a person the benefit of the doubt because you want to believe the sincerity of this person. You don't want to question whether the person is sincere or not. So you want to give the person the benefit of the doubt. You listen and you say, okay. And then um, from there, perhaps we have to make some other efforts. You, The person will have also to demonstrate through certain gestures, through certain actions that will support the words because the words on their own are not enough. Indeed. The person has to show that, okay, as, uh, as I said sorry to you, uh, and I told you that uh, I'm going to change. Look, today I came home on time. Today I did not go gallivanting around. I made sure that I come on time. Yes. So you also have to give that person a chance, you know, to, to, to prove to you their sincerity. But you... it is true that forgiveness cannot just be words. It is words matched with action. Indeed. Now, you described forgiveness also as a process. What does the process mean? Is it an instant thing? Is it something that has to happen over time? Do I... Uh, what Break down that word. <laughs> That's a big... Uh, just break yes, it down right. for us. Process skiing. Look, uh, the process... Uh, 
means that, you know, th- there is time involved. You know, there is time involved uh, because you cannot expect, you know, healing to take place immediately. Okay. The one who is hurt, the one who is wounded, will hear and receive perhaps the words uh, or, or the apology that comes from the offender. Yes. You receive the, you listen to the apology, you receive the apology, and you are, you must be given a chance to digest the di- uh, apology. You know, as you were saying now, because firstly you will be wondering is this person sincere or not. So you want to give the person the benefit of the doubt. And then um, what is important is that the one who has been hurt must also have that generosity of heart mm-hmm. to be able to say, I receive your apology. I forgive you. Because by doing that now, you are, you are releasing the other person. But it, might, it can take time. I think it also depends on the action. It depends on the wound. It depends on the hurt. Yes. Uh, so there are things that can be forgiven immediately and then life, go, life goes on. But there are certain things that will need time. Okay. Uh, so, for example, when a person a, a, a person has been, let's say, the person who is a victim of abuse over years, will take time to come to a point of forgiveness. And you will find that for that person to be able to forgive, and I have been involved, for example, in the ministry, or what we call the ministry of inner healing. Yes. And that ministry showed me that you know, you do not expect um, um, immediate or sudden uh, a change and healing. That for some people, you have to take time, you have to pray with them, you have to guide them, you have to support them, you have to, to give them a chance for them to be able to say, I think I'm ready to forgive. Uh, so some people, it's quite fast, it's quick. But for others, they do need time, and we have to respect that. Now, we're talking in the cases of those that recognize that they have done wrong, and then they come and ask for forgiveness. But there are cases where people who've wronged us and people that have aggrieved us don't even have the slightest idea. Maybe we sort of hinted it, or we never had the courage to tell them, this is what they did to us, but we were gossiping around them and telling other people how they grieved us, and they don't know that uh, uh, they've done us wrong. Now, those people sometimes don't even ask uh, for forgiveness from us. And here we are sitting in pain and in anger and our world is so destabilized. And then when we see them, we've got reactions. They control where we go or they control where we can't go and how we eat and how we don't eat and who we associate with because we see them as the enemy and the person that uh, inflicted hurt and pain on us. Now, those people don't ask for, 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 for or they don't come to us and say, I need forgiveness. Yes, and I think, you know, uh, somehow, the one who is hurting, the one who is wounded, must find ways of making the offender away. Okay. You know, because at times, the offender maybe is just not, is, is one of those people who are insensitive. Maybe someone who is inconsiderate. Okay. Maybe, but it is important that if a person is insensitive, inconsiderate, 
that you actually make them aware that, look, you are hitting me. Uh, I was, I gave an example one day uh, that, you know, we, 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 we as, a, as a young priest, I went to Rome to study there. And then uh, we were in this bus and this lady, this Italian lady, stepped on my shoe. Yes. And I, I, I just kept quiet for a while. Uh, and then after that, she moved away. And I, it, I, I, you know, because of the racial problem in our country, I was the one actually who almost said, sorry. You know? <laughs> and yet she's the one... <laughs> She is the one who stepped on my shoe, Indeed. and she's the one who hitting me. But because you know, because of uh, that feeling of being a foreigner, of being in somebody else's land, I couldn't even say to her, "Push her and say, please, you are hitting me." So I think sometimes we do need to make those people aware that they are hitting us. We have to show them that we are uncomfortable. We have to show them. We don't like what you are doing. Now, it is important that the one who is really at the receiving end find ways and means, perhaps uh, through a letter, through a WhatsApp message, or you can send somebody to that person to say, are you aware you are doing this and this and this? And, um, and then you wait and see the reaction of the other person if he acknowledges his mistakes or her mistakes. So forgiveness, Bishop, is about cutting our losses and moving forward. Definitely. There has to be a point of, of moving forward. You know, uh, when you look at uh, the whole aspect of the TRC, we realize uh, through Nelson Mandela that we as a, as a, as a country, we needed to be released from the wounds of the past. We needed to be set free from the burden of anger and pain and hatred and resentment and, of course, the desire for revenge. Yes. You know, we had to move on. And uh, if we are going to heal, if we are going to build uh, a country. Um, so we exercise forgiveness and, of course, the other party must also uh, exercise repentance. Okay, okay. You know, so that we can then build a better future together. Now, does this mean that this mother-in-law of mine who's never liked me, who's never appreciated my good efforts, or this colleague of mine who thinks I want her position at, in the workspace, uh, because of the issues that we've had and I've hated her or she's hated me and all that kind of thing, does it mean that after I've forgiven her or forgiven him, does it mean that we have to become friends now and become best friends? Does it mean that we now have to be pali-pali? Does it mean I have to trust them? Does it mean that uh, the relationship after I, have, I, I think I have forgiven them, does it mean we act as if nothing happened? What does that mean in everyday life? For example, the person who at work doesn't, doesn't smile at you when you smile at them, or, you know, those little examples where, or even people that have, does it mean we, even if they were not friends, we should now become friends? Look, not necessarily being friends, but... Uh, I think we, you know, forgiveness should actually lead to reconciliation. 
Okay. Uh, so reconciliation now will be another step where uh, we realize that we don't want to live in that sense of in that in that atmosphere where there is tension. Okay. Uh, so we want to forgive the harm done to us, and then we want also to be able to live together or to work together. Uh, we may not be friends, but at least we will be colleagues in the real sense of the word. Okay. You know, we might not be intimate, but we will be polite okay. to each other. So the nastiness, oh, the uh, tension yes. will be dissolved. Yes. And I can even ask for relief from you, because now we have forgiven each other. Mm. You know, rather than walk and then you, are, you, you drive past me yes. because we are not in good, in, in good talking terms. Yes. So it has to lead to some form of reconciliation. But reconciliation means that I, 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 so I have forgiven you, I accept you, and then I think we can move forward. But of course, it doesn't mean we are going to be friends, and it doesn't mean now you can take me for granted. It doesn't mean now you can undermine me. Yes. Because you must remember that uh, over-familiarity, you know, is not good. Indeed, indeed. Uh, uh, over-familiarity where now because we have spoken and we have made peace, you can just come and grab my mug and, yes. and use it without asking my permission and all that because now yes. we have seen each other. No, we still have to respect each other's boundaries. We have to be polite. We have to be... And we have just to behave like this. I like, you know, where Christ says, love each other. But he never said, like each other. <laughs> so sometimes I may not like you, yes. but I'm, I, I'm, I have to love you. Because this, so, this and, is going to bring and, me... And loving you means respecting you. Okay. You okay. know, okay. and respecting your, your personality, your, your boundaries, respecting your principles, respecting yes. your values, yes. and being able to interact with you as a, as a, as a, as a, as a brother or a sister in Christ. And uh, I, li- I like the, the, the phrase that you use, forgiveness entails an element, a big element of reconciliation. Now, uh, mm. we've broken down what that reconciliation means, and you've brought the next R, which is respect. And that reconciliation comes with respect for the other and for the self. Now, how compatible is this reconciliation, respect for the other and for the self and for God? How compatible is that with our Catholic faith and with, uh, with, uh, with our ethos as Christians? Yes, I think, uh, you know, the, when you look at the teachings of Christ, it's the basic message of our Lord. Yes. You know, he has always given us the example. He taught us, uh, forgive each other and don't even count. You know, if a person comes to you several times a day and asks for forgiveness, the Lord said, forgive that person. Yeah. So you realize that, you know, uh, he, he, he actually gave it to us. It was almost a command. Yes. You know, that, that, is, that has to be part and parcel of our Christian life. We cannot live, we cannot call ourselves Christians when we are harboring resentment, Yo. when we are so angry we cannot talk to others because we, we actually that resentment turned into hatred, 
and maybe even bringing the spirit of revenge and all that. That is not to be found among us. We have been called uh, to be people of community. And he says to us, Lord, may they be one so that the world may believe that you sent me. And he also says, they will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So he, he gave us an example because from the cross, he forgave those who had caused him a lot of harm and humiliation yes. and embarrassment yes. and who treated him and, uh, unfairly. He forgave them. Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Yes. So all those things are telling us that if we are to be disciples of Christ, we cannot do away with his call yes. for us to be people of forgiveness who, are, who do not harbor grudges, who do not hate, who do not, you know, you, I, I cannot call myself a Christian and I say to myself, yes. I will never forgive this person. Yes. Yes. yes, I can't do that. I mean, how, how can I receive communion? I, I can imagine. When I've said that to myself, Angiti, they're saying this. You know, this I can forgive. That I can forgive. But this, or this one, yo, 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 yo. I hope God and God understands, and God will understand. Yeah. Eh? Why are you thinking? Mudimu will understand. He knows how yeah. deep this is. And uh, what would you say to somebody who who is saying, you know what? Nah, I'm not yet ready. And I hope if anything happens, or if 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 I was to meet the Lord tonight, I hope the Lord will understand. Yes. Do you I think, think we, the Lord will uh, understand? <laughs> we, we 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 do accept the fact that for some people it becomes very difficult. And you you said something now that the person says. I am not ready, okay? Um, The Word of God encourages us to offer forgiveness immediately, to ask for forgiveness immediately. And uh, St. Peter even goes to the point of saying, do not let the sun set while you are still harboring anger. You know, he's encouraging us that, look, don't delay uh, forgiveness because you never know, as you are saying now, that the Lord might call me tonight, and then what am I going to say? Mm. I was going to say, but we, I, I respect those people who say, I find it difficult to forgive. Yes. Uh, I uh, need a special grace mm-hmm. to be able to forgive. Yes. Because then there is an openness for forgiveness. They yeah. didn't shut the door. Indeed. You see, but they are also saying it is difficult, and, and we have to respect that. Those are the kind of people that I was talking about who need counseling, who need encouragement, who need motivation yes. and support. And yes. with that type of support, you will see them gaining strength and you will see them eventually being able to forgive. So we have to respect, uh, it also depends on how deep the wound is, but we need to respect those who find it difficult. For some, it, it is quite easy. Uh, I think maybe it depends also on their on their uh, spiritual maturity, emotional maturity, you know? Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you are spiritually and emotionally mature, you can do these things quite easily. But if you are immature, and if you are not in that right relationship with God, it becomes difficult to practice some of these things. 
an SMS has just come in, Bishop, from Nkulu Lamini, yeah. and Nkulu Lamini is saying, I have been treated unjust by the church, by the church. When my brother had to be buried, some members of the church said he was not attending church and therefore he would not be buried from the church. And uh, ever since I have left the church. Now, how then can that church be forgiven and how can I make amends with them? Because it is an institution. Yes. Look, uh, it is important for if, if he wants to grow or she wants to grow yes. as a human being and as a Christian. It is important that he deals with this matter and offer forgiveness. He does not even have to go there to tell them that I have forgiven you. Yes. But he can deal with it because there are certain issues where you have to deal with it on your own, with your God, with your conscience. And uh, I, there, there was a time when I had a difficulty of forgiving somebody yes. uh, and I knew that we needed to go and sit face to face for us to talk things over. Yes. But what I did, in my own prayer, I forgave the person and I had a lot of tears. To an extent that when I saw the person the next time, it was so easy to talk things over and to move on. So it is important then that you, 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 uh, forgiveness does not entail always Seeking and talking and offering apologies and receiving and and I mean, and, 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 and giving uh, forgiveness. You can do it alone. You can do it in your prayer week. You can do it in your bedroom. You release the person. You forgive the person. You inform. You tell God that Lord, I have forgiven this person and I don't want to carry this because you, who as you go around carrying this this burden of unforgiveness. It becomes, it becomes poisonous. Yes. It poisons your whole system. Yes. And you uh, will actually suffer as a result. If you don't offer forgiveness, you are actually the one who will suffer more. The other person will go on. That church goes on now. Yes. But the, 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 the offer of the message is still, uh, if I can say that, is still in, in the prison of bitterness and anger. Yes. So let him forgive, and then maybe God will create an opportunity later where he can be able to confront these people and be able to tell how much they have had, and then he can be able to offer them forgiveness. But at the moment, alone where he is, let him forgive so that he can be happy and free. Now, they say forgiveness is like drinking poison. And expecting mm. unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the next person to die from that poison. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is how that is how terrible it is. Unforgiveness is terrible. It damages us. It damages our souls. It damages us also physically. Uh, they say that you know a lot of our ailments yes. can be actually connected with uh, unforgiveness, you know, oh, some no. of our ulcers and yes, all that, yes. connected with unforgiveness. So actually, when you do forgive, you are making yourself a big favor. I've got another SMS that has come through, and uh, Yvonne Mapemba is saying to us, Father Brian, could you please ask Bishop, I have a boyfriend who keeps on cheating over on me over and over again and i keep forgetting forgiving him over and over again at what point is he taking advantage of me and at what point do i need to forgive him and also protect myself 
Look, uh, as we say, you know, forgiveness is something that you can offer the other person. You forgive them because they've asked for forgiveness or they have apologized or whatever. Yes. But it does not mean, and I said it earlier, it cannot be business as usual. Okay. If this person does not change, then he must know he's going to receive tough love. And tough love means exactly that, that I'm now going to be tough. I will love you, but I'm going to be tough. I'm going to be strict. I'm going to set conditions, and uh, you may not go beyond those conditions. So uh, the the, the person has to learn. You know, people who make mistakes like that, of infidelity, they have to learn from such mistakes. Mm -hmm. And they must show that they have changed. They must prove to you that they have changed. Because if he would like you to trust him, he has to show that he is trustworthy. He must earn that trust. And as long as he continues to betray you, you have to be tough on him. And I cannot prescribe what kind of tough love to give him. But I think in every relationship, there is sometimes, there is, for example, I I don't have, uh, you know, I, I remember one person who who locked the other the, the spouse outside the house at night. <laughs> you know, Go back to where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look. You know, he said, "No, I'm not opening the house. Good. I'll see you in the morning." Yes. You no, know, and in the morning, open. And he said, "Where do you come from?" <laughs> you know. So <laughs> that is tough love. Some people need that duty because it tells you that they don't wake up. Indeed. They just continue. Uh, living that kind of life because you didn't show also the other side Indeed. that I love you enough to correct you. I love you enough to put conditions in our relationship because I cannot go on being hurt like this. Indeed, that was Bishop Victor Palana saying to us when we don't forgive, we are holding people or experiences and events in our mind. And when those bad experiences and events or even people hold our mind, they block certain beautiful things that are supposed to occupy those spaces within our souls and our minds. And uh, we are being challenged to let go and to make room for what is new because with forgiveness comes newness. With forgiveness comes growth. With forgiveness comes grace. And uh, thank you very much, uh, Bishop Alana, for enlightening us. And it's always a pleasure having you here at Radio Veritas and on the show in the afternoon. Thank you very much, my brother, and uh, good luck uh, for all your work, and may the Lord bless you. Thank you very much, Baba, and uh, we wish you all the best with the upcoming plenary, and you are definitely carried in our prayers. Thank you so much.